All right. Good morning, everybody. Nikki Burnett here, Taste Life Nutrition Radio, streaming live on KUHSDenver.com, uh, where today we have Hughes McLean. Um, I have been waiting for this conversation because it's a little bit unique. Uh, I say unique, it's not unique to me. It might be unique maybe to the show a little bit, but you know, it's so interesting, and this is something that I've been working on myself, is how can I better myself through my business, through my, through my life, through my Bible study, um, and I think we're going to have a really amazing conversation with Hughes around all of these things, building community, building each other up, how we can be better ourselves to help uh, make others better. So, Hughes, thank you for being here. I'm super excited about this. Uh, thank you for having me. Thank yeah. you for having me, Nikki. Uh, and yeah, I'm looking forward to our conversation as well. I've been looking forward to it uh, for a while. Uh, so yeah, I can just jump right in and tell you a, a little bit about myself, tell the audience a little bit about myself. Um, something that you may or may not know about me is that uh, over a th three-year period of my life, I increased my revenue by five times. I increased my net worth by about 11 times. Um, I've also contributed to federal regulations or sub-regulatory guidance that has to be adhered to by over 300 million people. Um, something else you may not know about me, uh, I went to Africa a couple years ago uh, with just a backpack and was there for 10 days. And then when I came home, uh, I had a business interest in a fashion and materials company. Uh, wasn't expecting any of those things to happen. Uh, but, and what you also may not know about me uh, is that I was kicked out of college at 18 years old. Uh, and when I was 35 years old, uh, I had two children. I uh, was living with my parents at the time. Uh, and the mother of my children came to me and said that, you know, uh, this wasn't working. So that was kind of the, the crashing portion of my life. Uh, and then, you know, from there is kind of where everything else kind of began, you know, but it was really kind of that embarrassment. You know, I, I would say it's probably the most accurate uh, emotion that was screaming the loudest inside of me at that time uh, was just the embarrassment, right? That I was that I was lost in life. I was wandering, had no direction really. Um, and the hope, the intention was to do good, but that was not happening, right? And, and the breaking up of my family is what kind of forced me to, to face that, right? Um, and luckily for me, during that time is when I also found Zig Ziglar. Right, so at the time where I accepted my responsibility and everything, that's also when I realized uh, that I had the power to change it, right? And that's kind of where it all started uh, for me, you know. Uh, I remember sitting there with my dad, you know, just crying. I was a grown man crying uh, with, my <laughs> with my dad at the embarrassment of it all. Uh, and he was just like, you know, well, what are you going to do about it, right? Because the crying is not going to help you. Uh -huh. you know, and I'm so grateful to have parents who, you know, would, would still kind of cuddle me and nurture me, even though I was an old person at that point. I should have known better. <laughs> I should have known better. Uh, but, you know, I'm definitely thankful to have parents that still were willing to, to, to kind of be gentle with me uh, during those times. And from there, bumping into Zig Ziglar, like I said, is what really helped me to understand that I had the power to change things. 
uh, he did this thing in his seminar where he was like, uh, he said, like, raise your hand if you can think of something that you could do within the next 60 minutes that would change your personal life, social life, and professional life all for the worse, right? And we all could easily say, okay, I could murder somebody or steal something, and that my life is done, right? Everything is affected negatively. Uh, but he said, you know, and everybody raised their hand, of course, but he said, what that also means is there's something you can do within the next 60 minutes to change your professional life, personal life, and social life all for the better also, right? And that's kind of what started the clicking for me. Uh, it's like the, the power that we do have, that each of us has in our lives, uh, if we are willing to kind of just take control of it and begin to wield it. Uh, so Zig Ziglar is really where it started for me, uh, and that's kind of what led me to developing. Uh, we do books, audio books, uh, courses, workshops, uh, digital workbooks, just all kinds of uh, different tools and products to help people be more confident, help people to be more productive, you know, because I know I wasn't alone and, and feeling lost, right? Like I had the energy to do things, but I was just, I just wasn't sure on, on what to do. You know, I wasn't sure on what should I be focusing on? What should I not be focusing on, right? Uh, and the beauty of all this stuff is that it's easy to do, like it's not, overly complicated it's easy to do but Jim Rohn says the trick is it's also easy not to do right so that's that's kind of the kicker of it all the yeah. choice in it all right uh, like we all know it's better to write your goals down but are you gonna do it right and that's kind of how all this information kind of helped me to to take action as opposed to just sitting back and thinking uh, so yeah I'm definitely extremely grateful uh, I would say for the idea that it's used me and for the people I bumped into, you know, that, that have inspired me. So let's yeah. let's take a couple of steps back. Um, and so we, you know, I want to, there's so much in that that I want to dig into. And so, but I want to, we always start the show with gratitude. And I feel like you kind of just started going down that road just now, which is what I would like mm -hmm. is for you to, if you want to expand on that, if there are other things, but you know, the, you know, gratitude, you know, what I believe and I, I believe to be truth is uh, that gratitude can change the world. And if we take mm -hmm. that time, you know, morning, evening, throughout the day, whatever it is that we can do to, to whether we're writing it down or thinking about it or praying about it or whatever it might be for, for each of us, um, it, it radiates, right? It is energetic. It is, it is one of these what we it feels like a small thing but it's the thing that can create the waves of of, of goodness around you so um yeah. yeah jump on that what are you grateful for uh i would say the most important just life in general you know i, I kind of start at the bottom uh, being able to breathe i like that a lot uh being able to see being able to hear uh <laughs> yeah being alive at this time, this particular time in society where I could literally learn about anything I choose to, you know. Uh, my phone, I didn't make my phone, I didn't make my laptop, I didn't make the shirt I'm wearing. Like, there's a lot that's been done for me by the time I get out of bed, right? Even the sheets and things, I didn't, I didn't create that stuff. That's all from someone else's mind who had the courage and discipline to kind of bring that stuff to fruition. Uh, so for me, yeah, gratitude is definitely 
a big one, you know, and it kind of starts at the core. And at, similar to what, just like you're saying, my theory on it is that that gratitude, it, it can be your kind of like a fuel source kind of, right? To kind of mm -hmm. give you that energy uh, to serve honorably. Because I think that's what a lot of what we do is about, just using whatever our gifts are to serve other people, right? That's kind of what we're doing. And I, I truly believe, like you said, it's truth uh, and gratitude is the fuel for that, right? And, uh, and when we talk Bible, that was the Adam and Eve thing, overlooking all that we have to be grateful for to focus on what we don't have. So for me, that's a big one. And that's another that's easy to do, but also easy not to do. You know, it's yeah. easy to overlook these things. Mm -hmm. Yeah, time things are going so fast. Uh, but it's always good to just kind of slow down and just recognize I didn't build a lot of this stuff, right? I didn't, <laughs> I didn't create most of this stuff, right? Like, so I need to make a contribution in some way. You yeah. know, it's kind of, it's kind of how we look at it. Yeah, no, and and that you know we, we, this is why I loved it when we we met because we we, you know, in a lot of ways we speak the same language. You know, that's yes. I fully believe yes. that we are put here. We have a reason to be here. We have a reason for being here in this time and in this day, whether it's hard or not hard, which is, I think for everyone, it tends to have its hard times, right? But yeah, but those are the things that build us, that help us grow, then gives us the ability to give and to serve and to lift. You know, we are lifted and we have a, the gift of being able to lift. And I think, I think that it's, it's just, it's a beautiful thing, and it's not always easy, you know, going back to your story. But before before we do, um, for, for me, I always want to make sure that I, I have my gratitude as well. I, I always, not always, almost always, you know, your habits, you go in and out of your habits. But mm -hmm. I wake up in the morning, and the first thing I do is as I'm waking up, I tend to push the alarm one time, five times. I don't know. It depends on the day. But... <laughs> But um, um, I guess it really kind of depends on how much sleep I get. But um, it, when I wake up and my mind just starts to go a little bit, that's the time where I spend in bed thinking, praying, being grateful for, and starting the day off with that gratitude literally before I get out of bed. And this was this is not something that I discovered on my own. I, I can't even remember where I heard it, but it was the first 17 seconds of your day. So as soon as you wake up, if you mm -hmm. have the first 17 seconds of your day, yeah. if you focus on what you're grateful for, it can change the trajectory of your day. And so yes. that's what I try to do every morning. Um, and so that's, you know, that's, that's my little habit that I try to do all the time. But what I'm grateful for is the fact that I just spent a week in Hawaii, which was phenomenal and beautiful and you know one of the cool things is the first time I went to Hawaii was the first time I snorkeled and it was that ah. uh -huh, it was at that point so my brother and my dad have always been big scuba divers uh, my dad not so much now mm -hmm. but my brother I mean he's got all the certifications and all of the things and oh, wow. yeah yeah and so but I have not been for whatever reason just not around the water that much unfortunately but which and I want to be but I was sitting there snorkeling, and I was like, I need to be down there. So it was that 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 prompted my going, getting my certification. And so this will be our, I think probably this trip was probably my 16th dive. So still super newbie, but, you know, trying to 
trying to build them up. Wow. The most fascinating thing, though, which I've not experienced, and anybody out there who's snorkeled or, or dived or both will probably knows this, but being down with all of the fishes is amazing and awesome, but we found a spot in Hawaii where we snorkeled. We saw more wildlife snorkeling than we did when we were actually on a dive at 60 feet. Um, it was amazing. It was amazing. I mean, we saw an octopus. Really? We saw trumpet fish. We saw uh, we saw uh, some kind of uh, eel, like a big eel. All kinds mm -hmm. of cool stuff. Um, so anyway, so grateful. All that I can think about, not all. A lot of the times I'm thinking about is just this fascinating world that we've been given to 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 learn and to love and to study and to be a part of in in ways that's outside mm -hmm. of our air breathing world right I mean it's like space the ocean and space are these places where it's not natural to us but we have the ability mm -hmm. to go and explore and to see the colors and just the amazing colors of, of all of the, the the little fun creatures down there anyway that's my that's what I'm grateful for is all of it you know the ability to travel the ability to dive or to snorkel the ability to explore you know the beauty that god gave us and it's really just yes. it's a it's an awesome awesome thing so and grateful to be back here because it was an overnight flight and it was pretty bumpy and i don't like bumpy so <laughs> we were talking about ah, yeah, yeah. yeah you gotta go to sleep you gotta go to sleep yeah bumpy flight. yeah i know <laughs> so i think what i would like to do at this point is is because you you hit on a lot of things, but I really want to dig into to you, right? Because so much of who we are is you know who we are today comes from the really hard stuff that we had to go through yesterday and all of the yesterdays behind us, and I think so much of it is is making sure that we're taking those experiences and using them and not I mean we can sometimes feel defeated but not continuing that that path of constant defeat and just saying okay what am I learning figure out what you're learning you're gonna cry you're gonna go to your parents mm -hmm. you're gonna go mm -hmm. and you're gonna go to your friends and things are gonna be hard and you're gonna probably just say you know really bad things and just be mad and then one day with God's help and with all, you know, hope is that you finally say, okay, it's it's only up to me. I'm the one who can turn this around. Yeah. And, and that's what I yeah. have to tell myself a lot is like, no matter what the situation is, whether it's relationships, whether it's my health, whatever it might be, I'm the one who's in control. And I say this a lot too. I'm the one who's in control of what I put in my mouth. I'm the one who's in control of what I put on my body as far as, you know, body care yeah. products and, and, the, and the health mm -hmm. or the dishealth of, of a lot of the trash that's out there that we put on our bodies. I'm the one who mm -hmm. controls um, how I clean my home and what I clean my home with that can be toxic or non-toxic. So all of these things, this, this beautiful thing about life is, is we have so much control <laughs> it happens it's okay it's fine it's fine continue we have so much control um and but i think a lot of times we end up giving that control away which can feel defeating yeah. and feel frustrating 
So I don't mean to kind of, I mean, I tend to go and get on my soapboxes. I do this a lot. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to stop <laughs> there and just let you talk a little bit, uh, you know, dig yeah, into. That, go ahead. Go ahead. That, yeah, that, that's true. That's exactly right, though. Um, and I know for me, like, uh, once I identified that, you know, I could, I was the one who could change things. I also had to get in front of my ego to the point to where, like, um, knowing that it's the processes that are going to get the results, right? So if I change the things I'm doing, then I can change my results, right? Not getting too caught up in, oh, this is just going bad because of me. Like, no, no, no. It's because of what I've done, really. You know, like, taking it a step further. Like, it's really because of what I've done that I'm in, in this position. Yes. So if I change the things I'm doing, and now we, you know, we can change the output. Uh, so that was a big one also. And that, that's one that, you know, I try to teach my kids about, uh, that we try to share with everyone, mm -hmm. that, you know, uh, you don't want to take things too personal, right? Like failure is an event, it's not a person, right? Like a person yeah. can't be a failure, mm -hmm. right? It's an event, you failed at this thing or whatever. Uh, and that really just comes down to clarifying, you know, what's the goal? How did we not hit the goal? Can we make the adjustment to hit the goal? Uh, but really, understanding that you know you have to get in front of your ego as well and even at this, this point with this when you have success understanding it's the process it's not really me it's, it's what i'm doing if anyone were to do these things they should be able to get these results right mm -hmm. just like when i was getting the bad results anyone who did that stuff would have got those results you know uh so that has been extremely helpful for me as well and just kind of with so much like, there's so much information especially at this point in time Knowing what's important and what's not has been oh, extremely valuable uh, for me. And, and you know the, the way that we look at it, this from Jim Rohn, is the majors and minors. Understanding what the major things are and what the minor things are, right? And for me, the major things were all dealing with me, right? Like, what was I developing? What are my skills? Who am I around? What kind of messages am I listening to? What are my goals, right? Those were major things that I wasn't focusing on. Right? Like, I couldn't tell you what my goals were back then. I couldn't tell you uh, which of my talents I was using in my daily life. Like, I just hadn't looked at it that way. But once I understood, you know, that idea of majors and minors, uh, we, okay, I, I have a story about majors and minors, right? There was these, uh, these four high-performing executives. Uh, they all got together, and they called in a consultant to help them get more work-life balance. So the consultant comes in, uh, stands in front of the room, consultant takes out a jar, puts it on the table, twists the top off the jar, and then puts four big stones into the jar, right? Puts the lid back on the jar, and then the consultant asks the executives, is this jar full? Uh, one of the executives says, yes, it's full. So consultant takes the lid off the jar, right? Takes a bag of pebbles out of his pocket, pours the pebbles into the jar with the big stones puts the top back on it, and he asked the consult the uh, executives again, now is the jar full? Uh, so, you know, people were a little nervous at this point. Nobody wanted to answer, so they were kind of like, ah, we'll, <laughs> we'll wait to see what happens. So, consultant takes the lid off the jar again, pulls a bag of sand out of his pocket, pours the sand into the jar with the stones, with the pebbles, puts the top back on it, sets the jar down, and then the consultant says, now, is the jar full? Uh, now these are high-performing executives, so at this point, one of them said, "No, it's not full. You can put water in there as well, right?" So consultant takes a bag of water out of his pocket, pours that into the jar also. So that's the stones, the pebbles, the sand, 
and the water. And the consultant says, so what was the point of this exercise? And one of the executives said, I believe the point is that regardless of how much we have going on, if we arrange it correctly, we can kind of fit everything into the allotted time that we have, right? Uh, and the consultant says, no, that's not the point of the exercise. <laughs> that is not the point of the exercise. Uh, the point of the exercise is, if you pay attention, unless we put all four of those stones in there first, we won't be able to get all four into the jar, right? We can put in one stone and then fill the rest of the jar up with pebbles and sand and water and not have room for another stone. We can put in two stones and then fill the, right, and become overwhelmed by the pebbles, the sand, and the water. So the point is that we must make sure we are focusing on those major items first, right? And we see a lot of times people get overwhelmed focusing on minor things, focusing on things outside of themselves, mm -hmm. things that they can't really control or uh, even affect, right? And we're trying to get folks to remember to focus on those majors, identify those majors. What are my talents, right? What are my goals over the next year, next two years? Those are the majors. And we're just trying to remind folks, if you don't really take time to focus on those majors, you may be overwhelmed by those minor things, right? And find yourself like I was, lost at sea, mm -hmm. kind of Pondering, right? You could have told me anything about myself and I wouldn't have been able to really defend it because I hadn't defined myself at that time. So I think that majors and minors. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry. I think that that's, that's such a great point. And I've heard that story before, but I don't know if I've heard it in that way. But it's, it is, and it, 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 it's, it makes so much sense. But it takes back, again, my, one of my favorite things to talk about, or, oh yeah, to talk about. Uh, is accountability and taking accountability yes. and taking responsibility. And so again, going back to the fact that understanding that we have the control. And so, you know, you, sometimes we just have to have that push, right? And for you, I guess maybe it started with Zig Ziglar. Um, or, or no, that's a lie. It's starting with you hitting the rock bottom, right? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. It came before Zig, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So hopefully we don't, you know, that's, that's, I think that's so so often why we do what we do, because if we can keep other people from, you know, hitting that whatever that there place was that we hit, we're like, okay, yeah. I've done a great thing by keeping you from, from you know, hitting that, that point, whatever that mm -hmm. point is. But it is truly an understanding of, of, taking responsibility for our actions, taking accountability, understanding that we have the control, and then and then finding out how to make the switch. And that can sometimes be the hard part, right? Which is why I think we have, you know, people like you, people like me, people, you know, who are the mm -hmm. consultants, who are the people who have hit the, 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 the bottom, who are the people who have learned. And again, going back to, you know, I, I have learned this so I can lift others. Others have learned more than me, so they can lift me, and it's it, it yes, makes indeed. for it makes for the the hard stuff in life to 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 well it's got there's a purpose for it. It sucks maybe, but there's a purpose for it, and I think mm -hmm. that that's what is so important to well to all everything that we are. We have a purpose for being here, but we have to learn what that purpose is and how to get there and yeah. how to do it. And sometimes we don't even know. I'm, I'm still figuring out so much stuff. 
but you know that's why I get to talk to cool people like you. <laughs> there you go, yeah. yeah. And, and vice versa, you yeah. know. Uh, I've been using the coconut oil too to cook. That's because of you. So good. Yeah, yeah. But that's what it's about, though. Sharing the information. Yeah. Sharing. That's that's what it's about. You know, learning and sharing. Yeah. 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 And for those who may have a question, you know, I, you know, we are, this is totally off topic, but I think it's important enough that I tell people not to cook with olive oil because olive oil is, although not everybody agrees with this, um, what I believe to be the case in anybody, any conference and seminar that ever been in functional medicine is you don't cook with olive oil because it doesn't have a heat tolerance. So drizzle your olive oil on your food but then cook with coconut oil, cook with avocado oil, cook with these things that you know are gonna have a heat tolerance. Olive oil is such a beautiful, healthy, rich oil that ruin it, ruining it by cooking is not gonna be good, but also it's potentially carcinogenic if we if it hits that, you know, if it goes above that heat point. So anyway, that's where that comes from. So I hope that you learned something new today. Um, I hope you learned a a lot of new things today. (laughs) 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 All right, cool. So let's do this. Let's talk about, you have, there's so many great things to talk about, um, and I want to really dig into your website, but I want to do that here in a little bit because there's so much on your website. It's amazing for anybody who is in a place, and again, we'll dig into this, but anybody who's in a place where you are, searching, you're wanting to grow, you're wanting to experience, um, the the resources are phenomenal. Um, and I'm Thank just kind of, I'm excited to dig in myself, your little, your, your 30 day challenge or 35 day challenge. Anyway, again, let's not hit on that yet, but, but we will. I think though, there have so many, I, I think I feel like I want to hit on, and I don't know why, but your military experience. And I think because mm-hmm. I have such gratitude for our military. Um, and so thank you for your service and for what you're doing. You're and welcome. I have a lot of gratitude for the people like you who come out and they continue to serve those people. Cause they are, they're, there are so many people. I have I have family members. Um, I have friend a friend who used to be in the station. But there's there's so many people who come out with so much damage. And I mean, yes, of course, physically, mentally, emotionally. And there's mm-hmm. so much to deal with. So much to do. My my sweet husband um, gives to. Well, I guess we both do. But gives to Tunnel to Towers, which I think is an amazing organization. But um, point is. You're doing a lot for the military, so we do you mind talking about that a little bit and and what it is that you yeah, not, are providing for them? Yeah, yeah, not at all. Uh, yeah, the military, I would say, so I went in the military at 18, the Marine Corps. Uh, I mean, probably the best decision of my life was the military. Uh, everything I do now is still related to the military, related to that decision, uh, and for me. It was, it was extremely helpful uh, at the time that I went because it showed me the value of structure. Right? I think that's ultimately, looking back, is what it showed me. Right? I was already um, a middle child. I had an older brother, younger sister. I already came from family. I was already a family type of person, So, and I played sports, so being a member of the team was nothing new to me. Uh, but that structure they gave me, um, I've used that for the rest of my life. Right, uh, It's helped me out. 
to this day is probably why I work in workforce development, right? Specifically in apprenticeship because of the structure, because of those clear benchmarks, right? Because of being able to see what's expected of you, which makes you more likely to achieve the goal, which kind of ties into everything I'm doing now as well. Uh, <laughs> but the, the decision to go to the military uh, was because my father was military also, you know, so it was a, a family type of decision. And then when I got out and started working uh, with helping veterans, that was for my dad as well. My dad needed help with his claim. Yeah, my family's fingerprints all over my life. Uh, <laughs> but my dad needed help with his claim. So, you know, I got the job so I could help him. And then I got there and realized, man, I really love this. Um, when I was a kid, my granddad referred to me as his helper. So I feel like that's kind of one of my purposes in life to kind of translate things for people. You know, everybody, some people are intimidated by like legal, you know, language and all that stuff. Uh, so, and it's not intimidating to me. So for me, for the people that I work with, that I advocate for, I kind of translate those things for them, put them into a language they can understand. So we can clearly see, okay, what is the objective? And do we or do we not have the evidence to accomplish this objective, right? If we don't have it, how can we get it? Uh, so essentially kind of like, a translator was the role I played when I was with the state uh, doing veterans claims. I, ser I served thousands of people during that time. Uh, and even during then, I was trying to develop little ways to, <laughs> little ways to like make my help more effective and more efficient. Uh, I developed a checklist after, after like a year or so. I developed a checklist I was giving people. Uh, so I was, I was really, that was like in my late 20s. So I started kind of getting into you know, like, I could be really good at helping people, you know, but these signs have kind of been there from the time I was a kid, but, you know, I was a slow <laughs> picker-upper of the signs. <laughs> you know, I got distracted. Uh, we, ha we have to trust that it happens when it's supposed to happen, right? There's, yeah, it know, if, it, it, if it happened yeah. earlier, then you wouldn't have the experiences that you've had, right? Which has brought you yeah. here. So, yeah. yeah. Yeah, so it all kind of it all definitely ties together, uh, you know. And, and when I started with the city, I asked one of my coworkers, you know, what do I need to do to kind of go up? And he gave me all the information that I needed, right? And that kind of helped me to kind of to remind myself, when you ask people, they will likely give you stuff. So, you know, like <laughs> having to get into that habit of asking, you shall receive, not being afraid to ask. Hey, I, I'm thinking about doing this. Could you help me to accomplish mm -hmm. this? Mm -hmm. Right? Even if they say no, okay, thank you, and then move on to the next person. Uh, but not being discouraged by, you know, asking and maybe getting rejected. Uh, but yeah, that, that entire experience from the city to the state um, to the federal, from the military, uh, it has really shaped my life. You know, to this day, I continue to help people. People still text me about, you know, help with their claims and everything. I got a text yesterday, about, <laughs> you know, and I still help people because I'm still fascinated by it. It's still like, uh, I'm into sports too, so it's like sports mm -hmm. for me. Like, it's fun, you know, I don't, I don't mind solving problems yeah. and stuff. Uh, I mean, I don't have time to do it for everybody, but you know, uh, <laughs> when, I get the, when I get the problem, I get excited. Like, I'm just a natural problem solver uh, and all that kind of, started with, with the military giving me that structure with Zig kind of guiding me in the right direction and that's kind of why we try to put those tools out there the books the audio book to try to give that guidance to folks as well uh, and with the American Workforce Trinity those are like the three principles for your occupation 
they've helped me tremendously and, and they continue to uh, so we're going to continue to try to push these messages out there to people uh, we're getting great feedback on it and yeah we're just going to continue to try to create uh, more things to help people be more, more confident be more productive that's kind of the goal behind everything we do uh, and, and yeah I'm excited very grateful and this is exciting there's a lot I don't know, so I need to learn mm -hmm. a lot, so, you know. <laughs> yeah, every day, right? Every day. Yes, so yes. the American Workforce Trinity is what? It's a course? Uh, we have, it's a book. Uh, it's an audio book as well. Okay. Uh, available on Audible. The book available on Amazon. And it's a course that's available on the website, right? Um, for the people who like to read, we have the book. For the people who like to listen on the way to work, we have the audio book. And then for folks who really want to kind of get engaged, take the knowledge assessments. We have the micro learning uh, course for that. Cool. It's about uh, eight different modules uh, and it kind of just spells out the Trinity and just shows folks how to apply it in their lives, right? And it's those mm -hmm. same three principles. Uh, number one is know your job well enough to explain it to a child. Right? Mm -hmm. Understanding what product or service are we selling? What's our target audience, right? Kind of those basic things that can make a major difference for you. And then number two, understanding how I'm useful to my coworkers, right? Like this is not personal. This is not a gossip TV show or any of that. We're here to help each other, you know, like keeping it with that focus. How does this person help me? How do I help this person? And then that last one is public speaking. You know, we encourage folks, hey, take those attempts at public speaking. Be willing to lead the meeting, right? Be willing to give that presentation. It puts you in the top 10%, mm -hmm. right? That's just the, the kind of reality of it because for whatever reason, 90% of people are just not comfortable uh, speaking publicly. It's hard. Right? So that's yeah. that's opportunity. Mm -hmm. you know, that we see that as mm -hmm. opportunity. Yeah. You know? uh, and all it really requires is courage. Courage and effort. Mm -hmm. uh, but yeah, that's that's pretty much how we package it. Just trying to give folks some inspiration so they can be creative within those lanes. So this is, uh, that's not, that's for, it's for military or for anyone, right? So the, the anyone. Course, that was for anyone. For anyone. Yeah, that was for anyone. Whereas yeah. the the disability checklist is a method yeah, of helping veterans. Yes. Do exactly. Specifically. Yeah. Yeah, specifically for veterans who are filing uh, VA claim. Now okay. we have a section on the uh, the Carter Hughes Knowledge Institute called Helpful Veteran. Within that section, you'll find the disability claim. Uh, I, I sent a couple of my buddies there to get their DD-214s. You can go there to, you know, click on that link and get your medical records, uh, your military personnel records, uh, that DD-214, uh, to connect to like a, a workforce person in your area too, because there's so many benefits out there for veterans and a lot of times folks are just not aware of. So on that helpful veteran section, whatever state you're in, you can click on that link and that'll connect you to a workforce representative who's specifically there to help veterans find employment. Right, uh, and if you want to get your uh, military uh, oh, verification of military experience, it's like a transcript from your time in the military. We got the link there also on the site to help you get that. Uh, but yeah, and as we continue to learn, we'll continue to add resources there for veterans. Because uh, like you said, I'm a veteran. My father was a veteran. I got a lot of family members who are veterans. Uh, and just being grateful. Once again, it comes back to gratitude. Before I got here, people were defending this country, right, to get us to this point. Yeah. So it, it's really about just servicing and making sure that we have things on there that folks can use, right? Uh, and that's in workforce for the veteran, that's in veteran uh, resources and benefits as well. And then when they wanna file their claim, we connect them to like a state agent who can help them file, 
right? But if they have that information before they go in to file, they'll be more confident, they'll know what to expect more uh, than if they went in there without the checklist and kind of unsure about the process. Uh, so we just, yeah, once again, trying to guide them into that process to make sure they're clear on what they want when they go in and clear on what to expect on the other side of this thing. Cool, okay. <clears throat> I love that because um, I, I, I know that it can be hard to make your way through all of the things you have to do, especially if yeah. you're dealing with um, physical, mental, emotional traumas, mm -hmm. whatever, it can be really hard. So I think that mm -hmm. that's, you know, the more good resources that we have uh, for everyone, but especially for veterans is, uh, it's key. I mean, like you said, they, they, gosh, you guys give so much. It's my heart. Anyway, thank you for that. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, cool. So I, want, I think I want to switch gears just a little bit because, um, you know, what we, what we talked about for the show essentially is, you know, designing your life with Bible passages, which I mm -hmm. love. And I have, um, you know, I'm trying to dig more and more into that. You know, I grew up, you know, in the church, but never really... It, I mean, it was, I went to church, right? And this mom and dad took me yeah. to church, and that's what we did. And so yeah. all of the good Same things. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, and, you know, it's, you know, it's, it's, it's fun and interesting, you know, the twists and turns of life, but um, have, have recently been digging in more and more. So I have a couple of my own questions for you, but I think that one of the things that I really want to start to dig into is that piece of it. And you have, yes. that. You, there are four Bible passages that really, are sort of your core, and I would love to know what those yeah. are. Okay, okay, so the, the first one is the Adam, and it's, it's pretty much all that we've talked about here today. Okay. First one is the Adam and Eve story, right, which uh, is about gratitude, mm -hmm. right, uh, overlooking all the abundance in the Garden of Eden to focus on the tree of the knowledge of good and evil, the one thing that you that we, you were told not to have, mm -hmm. you look past all these amazing things to focus on. So that's the lesson of gratitude. Uh, and then when God came down, you know, where you guys, where are you guys? They tried to hide, they tried to cover themselves. Mm -hmm. That's the accountability portion, right? Yeah. Uh, so those are just reminders to every day, have gratitude, right? Think about the things you're grateful for. Uh, so you don't get kind of lost and start focusing on those negative lack mm -hmm. kind of things. Mm -hmm. uh, and then that. with the accountability as well, because they're all a part of a group also, right? So that's the part that means you're setting a good example by being accountable, right? If you do something wrong, acknowledge it and then make the adjustment, right? There should be no um, desire to be perfect, right? We're all gonna make mistakes. You know, that, that's just a natural <laughs> part of life. If you're not making mistakes, that normally means you're not really living, yeah. right? You're not taking any chances. You're not taking enough chances. So we gotta embrace the adventure of life, you know, and, and be accountable as well. And then it goes to uh, Mark 12, 31, which is love your neighbor as you love yourself which is a tough one, ah, and it can be tough at times. <laughs> yeah. And even when I, like, I find myself being upset with a person or something, I gotta catch myself, hey, you know, I, I gotta figure out, you know, how to, how to have love for this person, which is difficult, uh, but you know, I gotta, once again, people make mistakes, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. People make mistakes, so that's one that I try to work on, being gracious with myself and being gracious with other people as well. Uh, so that's Mark 12, 31. And then we have Matthew 25, 14 is the parable of the talents, right? And that's probably one of my favorites. <clears throat> and 
and it's the story uh, pretty much about developing your talents, right? There was uh, there were three servants. Two of them uh, like doubled their talents, and then the other one he hid his talents that I didn't want somebody to steal it. So I hid it and I didn't develop it, right? And I think what that metaphor is uh, for folks who kind of do that in real life, who don't develop their talents because they're doubting themselves or they're scared, you know, or I don't want to do this idea because somebody may steal it, right? All these kind of feelings of negativity that prevent folks from really developing their talents. Uh, so that's that's an important one. Identify your talents and then develop them, right? You should be able to tell people uh, the skills that you use on a daily basis and the skills that you're working on, right? And then there's all kinds of ways to develop uh, those talents as well. Uh, and then the last one, kind of the cornerstone, is uh, Philippians chapter 4, verse 4, right? And that one essentially says, uh, be happy, right? It says rejoice in the Lord always. And again, I say rejoice, right? Be happy. Be positive. Uh, let your moderation be known to all men. Show discipline, right, is how we interpret that. Show discipline, right? Uh, uh, be careful for nothing, uh, which we think is talking about don't doubt yourself, right? Be prayerful, but in supplication, make your request known unto the Lord. Uh, that's the writing goals down, right? Letting life know, letting God know what you want out of life. Having the courage, right? Don't doubt yourself. Ask the Lord what you want, exactly what you want. Uh, we find that a lot of time, that's the struggle to decide on exactly what is it that I want. It's easy to, to complain, right? It's easy to say, oh man, I wish I had this. But it's very difficult to, to describe specifically what is it that you want? What is it that will make you satisfied, right? So that's what we're really trying to remind people uh, to do, you know? Uh, be careful for nothing. Don't doubt yourself, right? Don't doubt the ideas they come to you for a reason. Right? It's not supposed to be easy. It's supposed to be a challenge, yes, but don't doubt yourself, though, right? And then make your request known unto the Lord. Uh, but, yes, yeah, so those are the kind of the four that we use, right, about being positive, helping each other, developing yourself, right, in the service of others. And we feel, you know, largely you can live a great life off of these things. Yeah. <laughs> Just focusing on, mm -hmm. yeah. Yeah. And that's kind of the intention behind it. I love that. I want to go back to to Mark twelve thirty one um, because I and I want to I want to twist it around a little bit and I'm not not that I'm twisting God's words. <laughs> but, <Yeah. laughs> but um, okay. <coughs> struggle yes with 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 the neighbor right that who we don't mm -hmm. necessarily agree with um, that things can be difficult maybe there's been an interaction that's been a negative interaction you know whatever the case may mm -hmm. be yes I want to look at it also as when it says love your neighbor as yourself I think there are many of us that do just the opposite that love their neighbor more than themselves Right. That's a problem also. Yeah. yeah. And so to take that and look at it, it there was a, what's his name? Caps. Caps. Is it? His last name is Caps. I, I just finished one of his, one of his, he's got a little book. Anyway, I can't think of it right now. 
But one mm-hmm. of the things that he said in the beginning of his book was that he was he was he was told the Lord told him take the Bible and look at it differently. And so I was like, oh, that's an interesting concept because you know we're, you take the Bible as as you know God's word. Um, but I think that things can be you can you can you can see things in different ways. And so I'm I'm kind of rambling. Yeah. And I don't mean to, but the point is, yes, love your neighbor even if you have issues and stuff. But we have to love ourselves. We have to take care of ourselves. We have to do our best for ourselves in order to love others and serve others to the best of our ability as exactly. well. Exactly. Yep. Yeah, yeah. And so I really wanted to point that out because I think that um, it wasn't me who, who thought about it that way, but it was someone else who pointed it out. And I thought, you know, there's so many great points that if, you know, we can read it one way, but if we just, just think, you know, outside the box of it, which I already have a hard time with, um, you know, and outside <laughs> of our own understanding... That that we that there are so many lessons that maybe are are we're just not seeing the way because yeah. of our own experiences, right? Anyway, which is why we're taught. Yeah, yeah. we all kind of have the to look through the lens that we've been given. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. for yeah, that's definitely a fascinating kind of point about ego is that it's normally interpreted as uh, thinking that you're more than other people, right? That's an unhealthy ego. But right. also, like you said. Thinking that you're less than yeah. other people is yeah. also an unhealthy ego. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, exactly like you were saying, putting mm-hmm. other people too much in front of you, right? Mm-hmm. Trying to damaging yourself to try to serve other. Yeah, that that's also yeah, that's exactly mm-hmm. correct. That is also signs of unhealthy ego. Mm-hmm. Right? It, it, it should be some semblance. You know, we're all humans. Well, <laughs> you yeah. Know, like I, in comparing, you know, comparing ourselves to. You know, I say these things knowing that I am guilty of all of the things, right? So, oh yeah, um, it oh is, yeah, me too. Yeah, we're we're all human, but yeah. it is it is my constant practice. Everything that we do is a practice. My work is a practice, but is to stop comparing, stop the negative talk. And you have on your website, which yeah. I love because there's a there's this huge movement, which some can call it spiritual. Um, and that's fine, uh, but I think we have to be really careful with the words that are used and how we go about these things. But with the term, you know, manifestation, right? You know, it's, mm-hmm. we, we talk about, you know, what we want in life. And so we sit and we can manifest. And, and, and you know, in my world, I always want to come at it from, from a, as much as I can and for as much as I know from a biblical point of view. And the, the Bible mm-hmm. talks about manifesting. And so mm-hmm. all of this to come back to uh, what you have on your website was Proverbs eighteen twenty one: death or life is in the power of the tongue. And so Indeed. I love that so much because we can, in my mind, we can look at that as it's, it's in the power of the tongue. Yes, we can, we can speak negative or positive to others. We can speak negatively or positively about ourselves. We can put into mm-hmm. the world and into... Um, uh, you know, and, and as we're talking with God and, and, and asking for things, you know, just like you said, what it is that we want and how we want it and how to, how we can grow and how we can listen. That's what I'm always just asking for is just help me listen to what you're, what you're telling me. But, you know, we can also, if we're putting out that I'm not good enough or I can't do this or this is what I want, but it's not going to work kind of stuff. It's it, yeah. there's a lot of power in what in the words that we're saying 
And so it is so much about the practice of, yes, gratitude, but the practice of speaking, just like you said, speaking what you want and speaking, um, you know, obviously all in, in good heart and putting it out there and making the movement forward and then, you know, um, you know, just the, and then of course the asking for the guidance, but it really just sort of all to me, all of this sort of came together in this really pretty package with a really pretty bow because <laughs> it's, it's, it is, you know, it's all of these things that, that the Bible is telling us and teaching us is ask for it mm-hmm. and it's going to happen. You know, have a little yes. faith and you can move mountains. It's all of these really yes, cool things that, that, that we're being taught that is, well, it's, it's beautiful and it, 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 it helps us to continue to move forward, continue to learn. And then again, going back to just listening, because again, listening is, is obviously key. So, um, yeah. yeah. <laughs> cool. That's the key to it all. It uh, is. Yeah. Yeah. Um, okay. So on that, I, I have a sort of a big question for you. And I feel like you might have answered this, okay. but I don't know what your answer is. What do you believe is the purpose of life? To help other people. I knew you were Serve other that. people. <laughs> yeah. yeah. To use whatever yeah. your thing is mm-hmm. to serve other people. Yeah. Yeah. I totally agree, and I think it's, I think, um, well, whether we all believe it or not, I think that's why we're all here in some form or fashion, yeah. right? It's, it's, it's the only thing that really makes sense, huh? Like, you know, yeah. we gotta, we're supposed to take care of the earth and help each other, essentially. Yes, that's, you know. That's the job, yeah. It is, <laughs> that's the job. it is, and, uh, you yeah. know, I have... Let's see how I can say this without going, you know, too too political. But I I, tr- I believe, okay. So um, a little bit of my own history, just really really briefly, is my my undergrad and my master's degrees in animal science. And so, um, as a nutritionist, I fully believe that we are um, we're meant to eat meat. Um, it can be really hard for people to take, but it also says, in the, oh, this is totally going to lead me to to a question that I have for you. Perfection. Mm-hmm. Anyway. <laughs> so, you know, it says in the Bible that, you know, first it's the plants and then it's the meat. And so I, that's mm-hmm. what I try to, or I do, I go off of what, what that says. And I believe it to be the case. If we don't eat meat, we're missing nutrients, nutrients that we're intended to have. But all of that to be said, going back to taking care of the earth, you know, we are in a place right now where we have um, animals that are are not being treated well because they're they're food animals. Um, we have the earth that you know. I went diving in Belize last time. I think it was in February, and all I saw. I mean, literally, I was diving, and there are these plastic pieces all coming at me um, yeah, from the, the plastic, ocean. Yeah. It was it, it, it's it's maddening, and I know that. You know, these are big, big problems. And, you know, going back to taking control of the things that you can control. Um, you know, we mm-hmm. all have our little places and the place things that we can control. But I, I am totally in, in agreement that I do believe, see, I'm kind of all over the place right now. I believe that, that God has a plan. I believe that there are a lot, uh, there's a lot of disrespect with the earth and disrespect with the animals. Um, yeah. But I also believe that that 
God knows what he's doing and you know everything's going to happen in, in its place and in its time and you know we are just humans and we can't destroy what God built which is this earth right <laughs> so yeah yeah, no. yeah so anyway with all that being said I kind of went on a tangent but I think it's a I, I do I, I'm, I'm, I, I think it's so important to to treat animals with respect to treat the earth with respect to treat each other with respect yes right? Yes, indeed. Yeah, yeah all, it's all connected, you know. Uh, mm -hmm. And even back in biblical times, people were struggling with that, you know. It's true. <laughs> Respecting each other and the mm -hmm. earth. I mm -hmm. think that's just a human thing. Uh, the human's challenge will always be to have all this power, right, as a human. And, I mean, you can pretty much do whatever you want to do. So it's tough. You have mm -hmm. children with kid minds who have the power yeah. of humans. So, you know, yeah. it's, it's tough. Well, we're, we're really asking everybody to make good decisions. I don't think it's going to happen. <laughs> so that'll always kind of be the, the challenge of it all, you know, trying to compel other mm -hmm. people, other people, just make better decisions, you know. Uh, but yeah, it's it's an interesting spot to be in, mm -hmm. you know. Mm -hmm. And I haven't always been this version of myself, so. I know, you know. nobody is. Right. Yeah. You no, know, in, in one way or no. another, nobody is, and that's that's that's. So there was a time where I didn't yeah. didn't value or appreciate the things in my life either. You know. So. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's tough though. It's definitely tough. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So, yeah. um, this is what I wanted to ask you about, only because I was just looking into this yesterday. Um, and mm. uh, and you know, I obviously food is my thing. Um, and I love good food. Me too. <laughs> <laughs> so there's, you know, there's this movement. I don't know if it's a movement, but you know, there's this, this, this. Um, well, it's the, you know, the new diet fad, right? Which is the carnivore diet. And so I, I tried it for a little bit just to kind of experiment with it, but I can't reconcile the carnivore diet mostly because it's biblical in that we were first given the plants and then we were given meat. Um, so, point to that also is, it made me start to dig in about the food that we were given and what it actually means, what, what foods we are supposed to eat and what foods we aren't supposed to eat. Because as far as oh. some of these certain diets are concerned, yeah. diets, right? Clean and unclean. Yes, exactly. And so yeah. there are, you know, we have these foods that have anti-nutrients, we have these foods, we have oxalates, and all of these things that have the potential of causing problems, and I think it's more for people who have the potential for it, you know, the epigenetic potential for it. But mm -hmm. I'm curious about things like, so what I was reading last night was, you know, I, specifically I was putting mushrooms in my food, and I was like, I wonder what the Bible says about mushrooms. And so I looked it up, and from what some are saying is mushrooms are not we're not supposed to eat mushrooms but it's a fungus i believe it yeah. Is. yeah yeah it's, it's a not fungus. A, it's it, not a fruit or, or a vegetable that man. doesn't bear seed um and so no seed, yeah. yeah but then i'm like well you know in the world that i'm in there are mushrooms that have data behind them that are medicinal so i you know this this these questions that i have regarding you know god created mushrooms and he created the medicinal components of mushrooms so I, it's the stuff that I want to learn and figure out is what that means and why. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah, that's a tough one. Yeah, I know. Because yeah, yeah, from from what I'm reading, uh, and I'm trying to read the Bible right now. I'm in uh, the first book of Kings right now. Yeah. Uh, but from what I'm yeah, 
a lot of stuff we're doing is wrong, right? That's yeah. Number one. Uh, yeah. 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 You have the clean and the unclean animals. Not supposed to eat fish unless they have scales, scales and, and fins. Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. So now I'm like, well, which fish have scales and fins? Now I gotta. <laughs> Well, it's like the crustaceans. Well, it's, yeah, I mean, well, it's not that hard. You can look, but it's like it's the shrimp and the lobster and all of my favorite things. That's no good. That's not no supposed good. to eat. <laughs> yeah, I stopped since I'm since I'm reading the Bible. That's why I'm growing my face out too. Yeah. He doesn't want you shaving. Uh, no lobster, no crab leg. Love those things. Too. <laughs> I know. But, they're, yeah. they're so delicious. <laughs> Yeah, sacrifice has to be made, you know. Uh, yeah. So, yeah, I've, I've taken a break on that stuff, trying to mm -hmm. figure that out mm -hmm. also, you know, mm -hmm. what's accept. And, I mean, it's, I don't know, in the end, right? I don't really know, uh, but I'm yeah. willing to try to try more things as I learn, Yeah. you know. I'm, my yeah. body feels good, right? So, yeah. that's, that's a plus. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, it gets tricky because crab legs are delicious. Lobster tails are delicious. Just oh my goodness. Sweet tough. and beautiful, I know. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's tough. Uh, but it's a work in progress with that, with, yeah. with all that stuff. Uh, yeah. I like mushrooms too, so mm -hmm. until I get like clear evidence that it's a no go, I'm going to continue on with my. Yeah, yeah, I don't <laughs> know. I don't know. Um, so I want to make sure that we talk about um, all of the stuff that you have available on your website because you have a ton of information and uh, we're running a little short on time. So yeah, yeah. Um, your website is Carter Hughes Knowledge, huge Hughes, <laughs> Carter Hughes <Close>. Knowledge <laughs> Institute. Jeez, man. <laughs> Um, and so you have, I, I wrote a few of these things down because they're things that I'm like, I'm totally going to do this. So create your power statement, right? Which is a resource yeah. to guide you through creating your power statement, right? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Um, and then create your two-year goal file. So is that yes. a plan? Yeah, like a life goal tracker. Uh, the power statement uh, is essentially a spreadsheet form now. Helps you to list your qualities, abilities, and gives you some reminders, like a daily thing, just kind of reminding yourself. Mm -hmm. These are the things I'm good at. This is what I'm going to use to, you know, make my money in this world or help people in this world. Mm -hmm. uh, just kind of deciding. And then the life goals tracker as well. Same thing. Just kind of uh, encouraging folks to decide on something. And then, mm -hmm. you know, looking at it every day uh, to kind of, we have the disability claims tracker on the disability claims checklist as well. Uh, the home buyer's prospect tool is on there also for oh. people buying a house. There's some characteristics that you want to capture, like the year the home was built, uh, whether or not you're planning to stay here short term, long term, right? Like, because with me, uh, these things have been very helpful, right? Like, and not just based on my experiences. Uh, and then also the occupation, occupational analysis breakdown tool as well, where you can kind of just just kind of think about your job and, and some of the possibilities based on your job and your abilities. Uh, cool. Yeah, there's there's a yeah a good amount of, of tools on there. So much stuff. Yeah. Um, yeah. So you have we already talked about the course, the American Workforce Trinity course. Uh, super yes. cool. Then you have which intrigued me was the Biblical Studies Design Your Life course. Yeah. Yes. So yes. I think that sounds really cool. Then you have... And I talked about the, uh, the four passages as well. Okay, yeah. yep, awesome. Um, 35 Life, what is that? Uh, 35 Life is a section. Five. So there's three sections to the website. 35 Life, 
career compensation, and then helpful veterans. Three Five Life is just about life. You know, it's about uh, confidence. You know, uh, the definition of confidence. You know, understanding what confidence is, uh, how to build that confidence. Uh, it talks about uh, ambition as well, like willingness also, which is a big one. Being willing to try things, being willing to learn, being willing to care, right? Like about your job, like whatever job you choose, care about it, right? Like. Uh, being willing to stay until you get it right. Uh, just different kind of things about life. And then also the people that I've learned from on there. Earl Nightingale's on there with The, the Stranger's Secret. Uh, Martin Luther King Jr.'s on there with uh, What Is Your Life's Blueprint. He was talking about this stuff, and this is what, in the 60s. All these guys, this is from... Yeah. The fascinating part mm -hmm. is how long, like, I think since the beginning of time, there have been humans like us trying to figure this stuff out and write messages to other people. That's essentially what it is. Yeah. Like, yeah. trying to figure, okay, this works, this doesn't work, let me write it down and pass it along. Uh, Les Brown is on there, of course. Mm -hmm. uh, uh, there's a couple other ones on there that have inspired me. Uh, so in that 3-5 Life section, just a bunch of products and tools uh, that talk about life, yeah. you know, and how, how to stay motivated, how to overcome some of those hurdles. Mm -hmm. The 30-day Design Your Life Challenge is on there as well yep. that you can sign up for. And that's just 30 different days of different focuses. I just mm -hmm. kind of, once again, to remind us, help us to stay confident and to stay productive, you know. Uh, and it's just all the things that I've learned over time, once again, trying to package them in a way that can help other people. Cool. Yeah, I love that. Um, and so you also have the challenge of the day. So the intent is for people yeah. to continue to come back and to utilize the resources. So you have free resources, yeah. and then of course you have paid resources. Um, but, yeah. but you have a lot of things that people can utilize just to motivate, just to move forward, just to help give guidance, you know, every day in, you know, whatever little thing there, there is to move forward in. Yeah? Yeah. Mm -hmm. some positive energy. Daily yeah. positive energy. That's the intention behind it, right? When cool. you come here, you should be smiling by the time you leave the site. If you're not smiling when you leave the site, we got bigger problems. Huh? So. I love it. Well, I was smiling that's the for sure. Line, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Awesome. I love it. Well, I think that we are at the end of our time, but this has been it's been really fun. I love um, I love talking about these kinds of things because it, you know I you know I know this isn't for everyone, but you know I'm a, I'm a true believer that we can we there's you know the Bible is all about guidance. And helping us to understand yeah. how it is that we can be our best and show up our best and and just continue again going back to continuing to learn and to love and to give and to serve uh, and mm -hmm. there's there's so much that we can we can get from it. I mean it, oh, gosh I mean it's 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 a lot to take on but it's just constant yeah. constant learning which is you know, yeah. which is good stuff. So yeah. I'm grateful for you. I'm grateful for all that you're doing um, and to, again, to help and to serve. It's good stuff. So go to Carter Huge, not, I did it again, Hughes. <laughs> Carter Hughes Knowledge Institute.com. Um, good stuff there. Uh, and you're on all the social media, yeah? Yes, uh, YouTube at Carter Hughes thirty five uh, and Instagram at Carter Hughes thirty five, uh, and then Facebook is my real name. I think Hughes McLean. Yeah. So where does Carter come from? Facebook. I think you told me this, but I don't remember. My middle name. My middle okay. name is Carter. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. I have three last names, so I just kind of change them around sometimes. <laughs> That's not confusing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
I got all lives and things. No problem. Really. That's, That's so true. I love it. Yeah. Awesome. Well, thank you again so much for hanging out. This was uh, it was a lot of fun, and um, I hope that we'll see you again. Yes, indeed. Thank you for having me. Cool. Thank you for having me. Yeah. Have a good one. Yeah, you too. Appreciate you. All right. Thanks, everybody, right. for joining. We are here every Thursday, 10 a.m. Mountain Time. You can find me, tastelifenutrition.com, website, all social media. Um, and then, of course, look for uh, Soulful Conception uh, for those of you who are looking to plan uh, uh, growing your family. So uh, all of the good things that come with that. So anyway, hope to see you next week, 10 a.m. Mountain Time, here streaming live on KUHSDenver.com. See y'all. Bye. Okay, give me one second.